Hi friends, I'm Adrian File. And I'm John File. And welcome to the Love the Process Podcast. We've been married 13 years, 12 good ones, and have four awesome kids. My career has centered around process improvement and leadership development. And I've been an entrepreneur since I was five and currently an owner and CEO of an insurance company and real estate team. We are working to become better versions of ourselves every day. And we invite you to join us as we share our journey and the lessons we have learned in life, business, and figuring out how to love the process to becoming great. Let's go. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's our first podcast of the new year. We are excited. I'm excited. We had a bunch of I'm tr- always excited. We we had to do a bunch of outtakes uh since it's been a little while. Uh the, <laughs> get the, our intro right. The intro was uh spotty. People ask us, do you record that every time? <laughs> we do, every time. <laughs> I feel like it helps our language get in the flow. Yeah, obviously. I think so too. I think so too. Good. So happy new year. We are uh my right, we're continuing our journey of uh love the process. <laughs> we are. Good. And our next episode, this episode here, we're going to chat about our next item on the seven disciplines. So, the seven daily disciplines. Nice. So, the, yeah, the seven daily disciplines are a, you know, one of the main things that we try to do with seven daily disciplines is, as I do with a lot of stuff when it comes to the process, is, is the goal is to have uh, some sort of a simple cognitive anchor anchor so that I'm reminded of uh, the item uh, easily and readily. And so I've developed a number of acronyms that help guide and remind me uh, around seven daily disciplines. So you're going to get another acronym today. Yeah. So this is our third one. So our first episode around the seven daily disciplines was on prayer, meditation, and gratitude. So PMG. PMG. And then the second one was on X, physical discipline. We're actually going to come back to that one next week because we want to chat about sleep. Yeah. Yep. We're going to have a sleep. We're going to have a sleep uh, session. Uh, We didn't, we didn't touch much on sleep and, and we really, really think that uh, sleep is understudied, underappreciated, and and underpracticed in terms of our our performance in sleep. And so we're going to talk about that next week. Next week. So this week we're talking about MIT, the third one, MIT. And so we think this is a great one to kick off the new year. Um, everyone likely has a lot of goals that they've outlined or at least thought about. And I always think it's important to just if you're feeling a little extra motivated because the new year has started. Like, let's grab it and run with it. And so this is, MIT is a great, great tool to use. I'm going to give a bonus section to on, 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 before we go into MIT's, on goal setting. Uh, I'm going to give you my three-minute flyby. I did this with our team today uh, at work as well. But the three-minute flyby, I think so often we, we set goals. or like, we're going to set goals, goal setting time, da 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 So I have set goals for 20 years or so on seven kind of distinct categories we as a family have have set in those same categories uh every year around this time and so we did again um this uh christmas break seven categories in no particular order typically try to set three would be my suggestion and no no more than three yeah three or three or less and and they're annual so this is for 2020 so 2020 goal setting so if you're listening you can take out a piece of paper and and written goal something physically happens when you write down a goal so i want you to take out a pen and a paper and if if you're not near one right now pause this go find one and i'm going to give it to give you this in two minutes and it's going to be gold if you implement 
and it'll be spooky as to how your goals will come to pass if you write them down on paper on purpose, like I like to say. So you've got your pen, you got your paper, seven categories, three max. Number one, and these are no, no, no uh, real order, but you, you got to try and hit all seven of them. And I'm going to try to do them off the top, so we'll see if I can get them all. Number one is physical. Number two, financial. Number three, spiritual. Number four, relational or social. Number five, family. Number six, career or work. And number seven, Education. Education. Growth mindset. Always learning. Those are the seven categories. Set three goals in each one at the maximum and put them on paper. And if you monthly, if you monthly review them, you'll be way ahead of the curve. But if you at least quarterly review these goals, the chances of you completing them if you write them down on paper on purpose are 87% or higher. I didn't study that. Nobody said it. I'm just going to give you that stat so that maybe you're encouraged to actually do it. I know from my experience (laughs) that it's a very high hit ratio. And oftentimes um, you'd be shocked at how, how things will happen and transpire so that you can achieve your goals. Now, last thing on goal setting real quick, goals need to be time specific. So we've got that 2020. They need to be clear. So there needs to be clarity. It means specificity. Some people say specific. Okay. So it has to be Yes, I did it. No, I didn't. There's no vagary. Workout is not specific. Okay. So um, it's got to be specific. It's got to be your goal, not somebody else's goal. It's got to be your goal or your team's goal. You have to have come up with it. Okay. And it's got to be achievable. And measurable. And measurable. Sorry. Actually, your goal is the fact that it's achievable. Those two things go hand in hand. And like Adrian said, measurable. You need to know. You need to have a metric around it. It needs to be clear. It's got to be time specific, and it's got to be yours. So there you go. Goal okay. setting. Now on to MIT. Okay. No, I got to. I got to share a story from Malibu today. So Malibu came home, and she's in fourth grade, and she said that in fourth grade they talked about goals today because it was their first day back for 2020, and so their teacher wanted them to think about goals that they might have for the year, and then come up with one word that sort of encompassed their goal. For that year. And so Malibu came up with her word, and her word is practice. That's awesome. That's awesome. The way she was telling it to me. So she said that sometimes there's things that she doesn't like to do, or sometimes she gets lazy. And so she wants to practice working and doing the things that she gets lazy about or that she doesn't like to do so that she can get better at those things. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. And unbeknownst to Malibu, I wrote down three words. Continue practice, improve, continue, awesome. practice, improve today. So Malibu has one word. And then what did all then it was great. So then we asked, uh, we asked Ollie, uh, what her word was. And Ollie is for, and Olive has in mind of, of her own for sure. Um, no question about it. And so Ollie says, uh, she wants pho to be her, her word. And I, or she wants, she wants pho. And I said, is that your word? And she goes, what'd she say? I have a lot more than that. I got a lot more than that. Is that your word for the year? I got a lot more than that, Daddy. So, <laughs> Ollie is going to have a great 2020 as well. We're going to go to the beach and have fun. We're going to go to the beach and have fun. She got that down for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, she wrote down. That was the other thing. She, when we were on our trip, she said her goal was to go to the beach. And John goes, how many times do you want to go to the beach? Seven. Yep. And she's got one down. 
in Hermosa Beach, California. So pretty awesome. Uh, pretty awesome. So we're going to go uh, from goal setting transition to MIT. And, and MIT is the third discipline that we have discussed now. Uh, MIT stands for most important tasks. Uh, most important tasks. And this, uh, this needs to be done something daily. Um, this is, you could do it the night before, which is what I try to do. Um, I sometimes will do this on a note card. Oftentimes I'll do it on a note card. I will also do it in my phone. My hit ratio is not 100% of doing this, but more days than not, I do do this. Um, more days than not, most people on my team do do this. Um, more, more than not, most people who I've coached these disciplines to do do this and the results uh, over time have been astounding. Um, you would, you might not believe me if I told you some of the folks that, that really go all in on this. Uh, Charles Schwab, and I think you guys have probably heard of that name. Uh, his name's all over the country. Uh, they do investing. He was renowned for doing a daily MIT list. And supposedly he did 30 or 31 years worth of MIT list with rarely missing a day. And so he had a stack of note cards. It wasn't the digital era. He had a stack of note cards uh, in his office when he when he retired, and it's it's pretty incredible what he was able to accomplish with this discipline. This is a very powerful discipline, and it's funny because I haven't always practiced this, but I really when I was in a difficult time, uh, I would say uh, to some degree that first year of marriage we talk about that was you know we say thirteen years, twelve good ones. The first one was pretty hard because of me. And I had to make some changes. And as I was in the process of making uh, some of those some of those changes in my life, uh, I took to doing this. And I've done it ever since. And so I have 12 really consistent years of doing MIT lists. Um, and I and I can attest that uh, the type of activities that get on the list can change over time. But the activity of doing the list is the key to victory. So I'm going to give a quote. Um, Jim Rohn said it this way. Either you run the day or the day runs you. Either you run the day or the day runs you. And to a lot of people, I really believe that that is rocket science put a man on the moon information. I said that in a meeting the other day. And my friend was like... Mic drop. <laughs> See? It's amazing the simplicity of these concepts, yet we're not slow learners. We're quick forgetters. And so it's so uh, it's like an oasis in the desert sometimes when you just, you just realize that you have the power to run your day. There's 1,440 minutes in every day. I talk about 1440 time management that's outside the seven daily disciplines, but 1440 minutes in every day. And everybody has the same amount of time. We have a podcast about it, though. You can go back and listen. Everybody has the same amount of time. And 1440 was a phenomenal podcast. Matter of fact, we have 1440 t-shirts. Most of them have been given out and, and are used up. But if you really want a 1440 shirt, let me know and we will see if we can get you a 1440 shirt. And I wear a 1440 shirt typically every Monday. But there's 1,440 minutes in a day. We all get the same. Everybody in the world gets the same amount of time. So this discipline is vital to 
maximizing our day. And so my theory on this is to cap it at seven. Um, no more than seven items. Sometimes I will break my own rule when I have a lot of meetings. Um, and this is, this is you've got to understand prioritization too. If, if you put the most important thing on the top of your MIT list, okay, and that's the only thing that you get accomplished that day, you win the day because you've put the most important thing at the top. So if it takes you all day to get that thing done, that's okay because you said it was the most important. And so the MIT list also has a component of prioritization. It's not a, let me see if I can get some of this done and miss the hardest thing on my MIT list. If the hardest thing was the most important, then that's a loss. I need to do the most important thing first on my MIT list, so I need to be able to prioritize. Okay, so what's the difference between an MIT list and a to-do list? I, I have no idea if there is a difference. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never done a to-do list. I think that language is powerful. And uh, I, I think if I was going to have a, a do anything list, it would be a do it today list or a do it now list. Uh, a to-do list is passive in its language. And I think language matters. So most important tasks tells me what I'm writing and it gives more power to the possibility of those things getting accomplished. I think to-do list is, is decent too. Uh, I would rather do do today list or do it now list than a to-do list. Yeah, I think when I started to do an MIT list, I think my problem with a to-do list is I, not my problem, just I created to-do list as well, but my to-do list is a lot longer and it's a lot broader. So it can encompass, encompass a lot of things that I just don't want to forget, but it doesn't have anything to do with prioritization. It doesn't have anything to do with the time. So this time one, bound. I, yeah. So this one I call the list. Yeah, sure. The list. So the my to do list. list is the list. So, <laughs> so now we, but we realize everybody's got different language. So I yeah. call that the list. The list has lots of stuff on it and we have to take the list and we need to prioritize the list. And then once we get into a given day, we need to prioritize that given day in the most important tasks. That's the difference. I think that's a good, a good point. Yeah, that's good. So I've got a few examples of, uh, of MIT lists um, over the past, I don't know, while. They sit next to my nightstand oftentimes after a, a day is over. And, and uh, so here's, a, here's, here, here's this one from looks like 12-9-19. I have a, I have a coffee meeting. I have a, a read, uh, a book called Extreme Ownership, uh, which is our team book study right now. A guy named Jocko Wilnick wrote a book called Extreme Ownership, former Navy SEAL. It's, it's, it's awesome. Uh, we're having a great time with it. Uh, then I had a 10 a.m. team meeting. Uh, I had another meeting at 11 o'clock. I had a workout at 12. Uh, I had a lunch meeting at 1. Uh, I went to uh, Bothell High School at 2.30 for uh, I believe our final football meeting and then I I had the girls to greet all area club and then I needed to pack and so I have uh, another that, that was a day uh, I did yoga one day and I did a real estate team meeting I did a uh, uh, a mortgage team meeting I played golf golf was on the list <laughs> and uh, and I had to pick up a car I have uh you know, some of them are simple. This one had three. Jordan Hanger. Uh, Jordan uh, is a gal that uh, leads our Young Life. She's a staffer for our Young Life area. Jimmy. And he is also uh, uh, on our wildlife team. 
and work out. <laughs> so sounds like a good day. Some days, some days are simpler than others. Um, you know, I have uh, this day. I had uh, I don't even know what uh, Jake with Brett. So it's a meeting. I had Spencer Memorial, um, best man in my weddings. Uh, dad passed away, uh, and then uh, and the plan was to go to uh, coach's party uh, thing that evening, and I and I didn't get there because the Spencer Memorial was of higher priority, and I stayed longer. So you get the idea, um, and and here's what I'll tell you: if you write it down, if you if you put it on paper, the chances of it getting accomplished are ridiculously high, and so. Know this going in. If you've never done an MIT list, if you've never ordered your day, if you've never decided on paper what you're going to do in a given day, which only takes maybe a minute or two, you are going to be mesmerized by the results. You will find a way to do the things that you wrote down. You just will. And, I, you know, I can go to – I don't have my phone on me because some of the most recent ones I've done on my phone. But, but just yesterday – uh, every, I had seven items on the list and some of them were like, watch the Seahawks game and, you know, and clean out the car and stuff like that. And <laughs> it all got done. It all got done. Yeah. And so now you, you go ahead. So for about a year, I've been doing mine in a planner. So like a, you know, like a planner that has, you know, like a paper, a paper calendar planner that has like a space for every day. We should. And we, so then I do my MIT list. We should have planners. In each. <laughs> Love the process, planners. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so then in each day, I have my MIT list that I put into that day. But like just today, there's something that has to get done tomorrow. And so today I was, I was really able and I, don't ha I didn't have any time to work on it today. It has to be worked on and done tomorrow. And so I was able to write that down right into my MIT list right away so that when I'm looking at my MIT list in the morning and actually creating it, that's something that's not going to fall off and be forgotten about. So I feel like that has been really helpful for me to really understand not just about what's the most important thing that day, but also thinking about my full week and taking a glance at my calendar and like really understanding what's this big picture week look like. And then therefore, how am I going to place things and where's my priorities for the day? Another thing that I was listening to a podcast um, called The Lazy Genius and Kendra Adachi from The Lazy Genius, she talks about like naming what matters for the season that you're in. And I found that that's like really helpful when I'm creating my MIT list for just really understanding and stopping for a second and understanding, okay, what matters for this particular day or what matters for this particular like week or month? So for example, <laughs> so for example, we've got a big project, a big meeting at, week, at work this week. So for my work life, preparing for that global sales conference that's happening this week is a, high, is a very high priority. I want to be prepared and I want to make sure that our team is prepared. Um, and so that is a high, that is a high priority for me. And so naming that and really understanding and knowing what that, what the purpose of this week is and kind of what that season is and what's the intention for this particular week, I feel like has been a helpful sort of glance around just sort of a, a level setting, I guess, because I think when you enter if you don't have a good understanding for yourself, what's it, what's that priority for that time period or that season, then I think other it's very easy for other people to come in and name their own priorities. Yeah, and 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 what's your focus? 
you know, what is your focus? Uh, and yeah, absolutely, I, I totally agree. You know, I heard this story uh, about Richard Bronson, and and they were trying to get him. The CEO was trying to get him to come speak at uh, their event, and and uh, they initially offered him, I think, a hundred thousand or or $150,000 to come for one hour to speak. And, uh, and they declined from his executive decision, came back respectfully. And so then the CEO goes, no, man, we, we really want Richard. We want him. We, we think he'll be the best. He's going to, he'll bring it. He's going to bring it. And so quarter million dollars. So they offer him $250,000 and, and a second decline comes back. And the CEO is just like, are you serious? We, a quarter million dollars. We'll make sure you get on the tarmac. You get out, you speak for 50 minutes, you're gone. One hour, quarter million dollars. Respectfully declined. So finally, the third note comes across. Um, you know, uh, just just let us know what works. We're willing to pay whatever whatever Mr. Bronson's fee is within any type of reason uh, we're willing to pay. Can you please let us know what that number is? And the note came back that said, uh, Mr. Bronson is currently working on three strategic initiatives within the Virgin companies. Speaking for a fee at any price is not one of those three initiatives. That's focus. Yeah. That is laser focus and priority. And I totally agree uh, that we have to understand. I don't know what the lazy genius, I've never heard of that podcast, but I, it seems like somebody, a lot of people would want to listen to something that gives me smart and <laughs> she, lazy. She says, teaching you to be a genius around the things that matter and lazy about things that don't. Oh, and that's good. And the podcasts are like 15 or 20 minutes. They're always a, just a quick little snippet. They're good. That's good. <laughs> no, that's good. And, and, and so she's right. You want, I mean, I, I agree with that now, now that I understand the, the, the concept. And so um, you... One of the things to be a genius around is knowing who you are and who you're not, mm. knowing what you're about and what you're not about. And and that's going to guide the items that are going to hit your MIT ultimately anyway. And so if you need uh, motivation around the concept that we feel drives virtually everything around this process is just this idea of what mission am I on? What is my mission? You're not always going to be 100% on target, but if we don't first begin with the end in mind and understand what maybe our gifts, talents, and skill sets and our passions are on the front end, then the MIT list is going to be less powerful because we're going to be more reactive than proactive. You know, one of the most, uh, one of the high six core values of our organization is proactivity. And uh, in football, we like to say, be the hammer, don't be the nail. You know, and, and it's happened to life. Go after life. And in order to do that, I completely agree. You need to know what things matter. Um, this season, I, I know in this quarter, for sure, uh, I want to be, there's three C's. I want to connect, I want to collaborate, and I want to consult. I want to help people move forward. Okay? I want to connect, I want to collaborate, and I want to consult. Those three C's. So I can assure you, when I look, if I look back at today's MIT list or yesterday's, those three things are all over my MIT list. And that's going to be the same into the next month, in the next two months, in the next two and a half months, because that's my focus for the quarter. And I give it those same concepts to those folks who are on my team. Yeah, that's good. I think the MIT has also helped me to 
So obviously I work full time and I'm a mom. I've got four kids. So I think it's uh, like there's an opportunity to be pulled in a lot of directions. And I think the MIT list has helped me to like really just give myself grace around things and around time. So for example, Mondays, I take the kids to the bus. And so I get to get up with them in the morning and I get them ready for school and our nanny comes and I get to have a little bit of time with her and to chat with her. And then I get the kids into the car and I take them to the bus and I get to take Ollie to preschool and drop her off before I go into the office. And so I've been able to schedule that time to, you know, close, close that time off on my schedule, but also just because I've made it a priority and I've added it to my MIT list those mornings that that is a drop off. And that is an important thing for me to do on my list then I feel like it's given me that grace to be able to be okay with the fact that I'm not the first one in the office on Monday mornings. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and, and that's, the, that's the essence of what we're trying to convey here is so that you can win in areas that matter most. This is a, this is a strategy that you can deploy, and it will take, it will take intentionality it will take it'll take focus to do this, but it will absolutely provide you a huge upside in your life. We this podcast is a comes out of a product of a question that we we often will get, which is how do you I don't know how you do it. And actually that's a statement, which to me is often like a backhanded comment. It's a backhanded <laughs> comment to some sometimes, but but really it's like I can't imagine, I can't fathom doing more than I, than I am. And I think so often, uh, and, and this is maybe overhyped in, you know, in a lot, in some spaces right now with guys that go to massive extremes and former Navy SEALs that, you know, like David Goggins, who go to this, these massive lengths and, and really dominate in a physical realm and, and in a mental toughness space. And, and yet maybe don't shoot the entire moon down in their entire life and focus there. And that's okay. That's, that's what he wants to do. Um, we want to, we want to win and, and we want to be great in our family we want to be great in our community. We want to be great stewards of the country, and we want to encourage people to do the same. And so we want to win in all areas that matter to us. So really our hope with this podcast is that we'd provide some of the tricks and skills and, uh, yeah, lazy genius is good. Some of the things that we have learned over the years that allows for more efficiency and certainly not perfection and certainly don't have it all figured out. Uh, but this continuous improvement, uh, journey is one that we can get on at any time and that we can continue to persist at. And the results typically compound over time. So that it becomes easier or more habitual. Now you're not going to be immediately, you know, where somebody who's practiced something for 10 plus years is, but fairly quickly, if you can put this MIT list daily into your routine, you are going to see a lift in the things in the areas that matter to you most. And just make sure that you do. Go back to what's your mission and that you focus and understand what matters to you most. Okay, so to summarize, an MIT list. It's in prioritization, right? For most important items Most first. important tasks. Most important tasks first, try to. Or that'd be That's MII. Seven. That's why it's MIT. <laughs> 
It's, it's easier seven. to say MIT than MII. It's about seven items. I'm trying to summarize here. Yeah, three to seven. So three to seven items. On paper. On paper. Or in your in your in your note in, in, in your, your in your notebook works fine. Uh, the goals go back. To, the goals on paper. It's a must. The, the the MIT list can be done in in the phone on a notepad. A lot of folks do it that way. I do it that way out of convenience quite a bit. And you can easily put that little done check mark emoji thing next to the item once you've completed it and then get on to the next thing. Right. So something that's in front of you through the day that you're able to check off. Yeah. You need access to it. A lot of times the note card, uh, I have a little thing that holds note cards uh, and I and I put it in my pocket and that gives me the ability to write notes, take notes, change my MIT list if need be, which you can do to reorder the day uh, so that you can execute on those things that matter most. And so again... Ask yourself, what are my priorities? What matters to me most? We really hope this helps you. Uh, we're happy to answer any questions, uh, any comments uh, when it pertains to the MIT list. And we would love to be encouraged to hear uh, how it goes for you. Uh, as always, uh, be grateful. We're grateful. We hope you're grateful for the new year. It's a new decade. It's not very often we get to say that. And, man, we really just believe this is going to be a decade where we can all learn to love the process more. Have a great week, friends. Thanks for being with us. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Love the Process podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. It means so much when you leave us a review and share with your friends. You can also follow along on our adventures on Instagram.